on ESPN New Hampshire. Hour number two here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. We've got That's BS coming up in about 20 minutes. Uh, but before we get to that, you okay over there? <laughs> yeah, right, I was That's just BS. surprised we were doing That's BS. <laughs> wow. I didn't even uh, see the show sheet. <laughs> I don't prepare for the show, but I'm the producer. I'm sorry. Uh, let's get on to LeVar Ball, who uh, was on the herd with Colin Cowherd this week. And uh, we've been talking about it pretty much up until this point, that he had a very interesting exchange with Christine Leahy. We'll play the audio, and then we'll discuss that. Have you sold any shoes yet? Yeah, I, I sold a, a good amount to me. Like I said, there's different amounts. How many? Stay in your lane. Anyways, I'm just curious. I don't even worry about her over there. It, Every time she scares me to death. She says she scares Lonzo. Lonzo's scared of me. She scares me. That's I'm why I don't look that way. I don't look over there because she scares me. Well, I'm thinking no, I, of Saul right now. I'm just trying. I'm, Leave I'm, me alone. Uh, uh, I'll tell you, four, five hundred huh. pair. So she's a reporter. Her job is to probe. She can report to whoever she want behind her. What's, I'm talking I, what is, to you, Colin. Well, what's your, what is your problem with me? Hey, my problem is you are a hater. Why are you I a would hater? never wear a big baller shirt. But no, good. I didn't Don't say even that. talk to big baller. I heard you say it. I'm not even worried I, about it. I said that I wouldn't wear something that, it like a woman. It says big baller. It's the same thing. Yeah. With I, all due respect, I, you're a great reporter, just not reporting on me. I have a right to say what you shirt I right. would and wouldn't wear. Uh-oh. Welcome to Big Baller Zone. Well, no, no well, I think I, I actually was, was saying it as like a point. No, to I didn't her say it. No, 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 no. Oh, I didn't you say tell it was offensive. Okay, now there is history here. Christine Leahy called out LeVar Ball several times before mm-hmm. this exchange even happened. That's really why he was upset. Uh, numerous times, she, first of all, she talked about how stupid the Big Baller brand is and how it doesn't uh, cater to women, the which par- I think is a, it's, it, that's a fair point. Right. And even par- last, week, last the- week, I said I hated their logo, the BBB, which I think is stupid. Yeah. Um, the parenting. The parenting. He said, she yeah. said at one point that Lonzo, and, and she's right, he looks intimidated yeah. in the presence of his father. Mm-hmm. You know, like. She's right done, about all they've, this, they've, by they've, the they've done, they've, look, again, I don't know what kind of household he runs. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Well, maybe it's like that. But <laughs> but at the end of the day, we don't know what kind of a parent he is. So I think that in the, in that sense, she might have been a little bit out of line mm-hmm. commenting on his parenting. Mm-hmm. But, you know, based on, you know, the reaction that Lonzo, or I'm sorry, not Lonzo, LeVar had, he was clearly upset about it. He was upset. Yeah. Had every right to be upset about it. If I was called out from my parenting, I'd have some choice words for that person. I'd say, you know, shut the hell up. Don't tell me how to parent my kids it's not your problem it's mine but the way he went about it was unprofessional and childish because if you watch the video LaVar's not even looking at her I don't know if you guys have ever seen the TV the the televised version yeah he gave her the hand the televised version of the show which runs on FS1 Colin's on one side yeah it's a weird set that they have Colin's on one side Christine's on the other and then the guest sits in the middle Mm. so LaVar was facing Colin Cowherd Christine was behind him didn't even want to look and he didn't even eye. look at her in the face. He was staring at Colin, and he just looked at looked at Colin, and he talked to her, and he was like, "Stay in your lane." And that I think was the part where it got childish and unprofessional on his part. Yeah, but she's there's always a cause and effect. Like if you're gonna talk smack to somebody, you better be you know be able to face the consequences. And I'm not saying you know that it was right for him to do that. You know, like I agree with Ashish. I think it's the way he went about you know how he went to do it. Because it's one thing to do it, it's just a matter of how you do it. It's like, you know, uh, Big Baby, you know, talk about Ray Allen leaving. You know, it's not, I mean, Perk, uh, Kendrick Perkins said it. He's like, it's not about what he did, it's how he did it. Stay in your lane. And, and that's exactly how I think about LeVar Ball. Because if he went about it and looked her straight in the eye and said, that was disrespectful what you said to me and about my brand, I'd be like, all right. That's fine, but to say stay in your lane and not even to look at her is just disrespectful and childish childish from an individuality standpoint. Yeah, I mean, look, again, I'll go back to it. I would be pissed if someone questioned my parenting. And, And he had every right to be upset. Yeah. But there's a certain way you handle that. You don't there, there go is. after someone on national TV and tell them to stay in their lane. Are you shocked that he did this? No, because no, he's, he's a, I mean, he's a walking circus. You know, he's try- I mean, look, and Paul Pierce said it best. He said this week that he considers him to be a marketing genius. 
He, I mean, he really we hate is. him. We hate his son. We hate their whole family. We're talking about but him we right can't, now. We're talking about him. Right. We can't keep them out of our out of our mouths. We're always talking about them on this show. Right. So I guess he's a marketing genius. But at but, the end of the day, I have a problem with you know, like uh, up until this point, I've thought of him as sort of like I've been saying, you know, as a clown. You know, he's just kind of out there and he's a character. But I felt like he crossed the line here by being kind of uh, condescending is probably yeah. the best word of putting yeah, it. Condescending the best way of putting it. That's exactly exact word I was thinking. Yep, of. he was very condescending towards Christine Leahy, even though I agree with him being upset because she was, whether or not she wants to admit it, she was slightly out of line. At some point, you can criticize him for his antics and his methods, but when you go after a parent who you don't even know well, and yeah, question their skills as a parent... Well, yeah, but... He said, stay, "That's out of line." Stay in your lane before she said anything. Like no, that. no, 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 no. She had she had questioned him as a father before that. Oh, I several know. times. Okay, but he, and that's all, why he it's was a build upset. up. Yeah, but all he all she asked was, "How many shoes have you sold?" Because yeah, but, but he was upset though because was, it was a loaded question, and she was being kind of like sarcastic to it because him. she yeah, had also because made that comment care. earlier she about how she would never wear a big baller brand because it doesn't right. cater to women. We actually have a part two of the audio. I want to hear more of this. Because this continued on for a little while. We cut it off uh, at the halfway mark of that little exchange. We'll let that the rest of that play here. I didn't say it was offensive. Yeah. I just said, you know, if you want to, you know, work with Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour, to maybe have something that appeals to women. Oh, I thought that yeah. was a legit... I mean, I don't have to okay. agree, but She's I thought fine. that was a pretty good point. I don't agree point. with her. I don't agree But I thought her. it was a good no, point. No, I'm actually saying it as like a point friends. of advice. I'm not friends with her. I don't, I don't, I don't even see that. I don't even see it. I wasn't saying it as like I I would never wear this. What's this show about saying, again? Ain't we talking about shoes? I don't want to talk about all that. Next. Well, uh, well, I I think if in order to have a successful company, you're gonna have to have women who like your brand. Uh, you know, yeah, if you have a women's company. But anyways. Oh, so you're not about, marketing. We're talking about big baller brand. Okay. You know what? He don't need no credibility to say I'm a gangster and I do this and I do that. No, Lonzo's a ball player. He is who he is. And like I said, and going back to Whitlock, I don't think he can comment on anything but snacks. Now, wow. that's a little harsh. It's going to be harsh because he want to be harsh so on me. So you disrespect women a, and people uh, for their no, weight? No, that's what you say. I didn't say nothing about no No, weight. you just said that to me. Like I told him, I'm not even worried about you right now. Keep in your lane. Can you look like me I in I the said, eye? Like I said, Whitlock, I don't want to look at you now. You scare me to death. Oh. Like I said. Compliment. Uh, Thank like, you. Yes. They wouldn't want to work with you anyway because you don't respect women, so... She's she's after you today. Oh, I don't respect not, women, I'm but just, I'm the one that's married. I'm I'm good. Well, she can say what she wants. She's she's trying to put. It, I never disrespect women, but I tell you, you what, if you, act, if you act like that, guess what? Something's coming to you. Oh, and it's okay. Do you? So there you go. At the end, it was somewhat of a threat, which was weird. I, obviously, I don't think you know. I don't think he's a violent person. I don't think that was legit. But you don't say to a woman. Words. You don't say to a woman. You got something coming to you. Like, well, how else well, can you interpret nah, hold that? Hold on, hold on. I, I think he meant that you saw this coming. Like, saying, not no. that something's coming to you. No, that's it's, not what he meant. Well, you got, well, regardless of what he meant, you got to be careful how you phrase things. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that sounds threatening, even if it isn't. I don't think it is. Well, he's terrified of her, so it's okay. Well, he's yeah, terrified of her true. because he's afraid that she's going to spin his words and just make him look like an a-hole, but he's doing that himself, so I don't know what he has to fear. <laughs> <laughs> With Leahy, though... She was dancing all over him, uh, you know, in regards to, you know, calling him a bad parent and stuff like that. So she's got to face the music. Oh, she's at fault as she's well. She's got to face the she's music. She's at fault. She did something that you just don't do. And we've talked about that again. When you're talking about a person you don't know, you don't question them as a parent. Right. I mean, LeVar Ball, I don't know him as a dad. He could be the best freaking dad in the world. And him, I'm commenting I mean, on I him like being a clown show. I feel like he taking a little bit of advantage of Sure, I his look, I, you know, I've said this before. I think, I think no, I think right. he's, he's an attention sort of. whore. He's an attention whore. Let's put it that way. That's what he is. He is. Right. Okay? And, and, and he's doing that with his kids, and he's branding them, you know, big baller brand. Right, and, you know, but when you cut off a whole demographic of people, when you cut off women from... 50% of the world's demographic. I, it might I be was, a little more than that. I, I, it's not 50-50. Whatever. It's, it's a ballpark. But right. you're alienating, essentially, right. and then half also, your market. Also, the snacks thing. You're, you're getting that was, yeah, see, <laughs> that was just uncalled for. Yeah, why right. are you commenting? I mean, like, we all know that Jason Whitlock's a little heavy, but why do you have to go after him for, for that? Right. <laughs> well, because he was you know? talking smack about his parents. So you're going to well. go after him for being I'm, fat? I'm not saying, I'm just saying that would be his excuse. Right. 
So from a standpoint of, you know, Steph Curry's shoes, LeBron James' shoes, you know, Kyrie Irving's shoes, it, do they have a woman brand? Do they have a woman's shoe? I don't think they do. So, I mean, from that standpoint, I, I think it's all about, you know, unity, of course, from an NBA standpoint. But they had the WNBA and they had the NBA, NBA. And I think that's where Lonzo is going to go to the NBA, correct? Because he's not a woman. So, I, I, I guess that was kind of taken out of proportion. Just because, like, Steph Curry and LeBron, they only cater to guys. Sure. No, that's a good point. And I think a lot of it just goes back to the fact that LeVar Ball has made some incendiary comments like that that piss off a lot of people when he made the statement something along the lines of you know when he was talking about how expensive his shoe is 495 bucks the slippers are what 200 yeah you know and he was just saying well if you can't afford that then you're not a big baller oh so you're saying if if i'm poor i'm not a big baller i can't afford that so i'm not a big baller that's offensive to a lot of people Uh, a lot of people won't spend 500 bucks on shoes oh but if you can't afford it you're not a big baller yeah. That pisses off a lot of people. Ashish, why do you think they brought him on FS1? Because it, it ratings. Why else? And and that's if what LeVar, you get. If I know LeVar Ball is going to be on a radio show, if I know he's going to be on TV, as much as I despise him right now, guess what? I'm watching. What? I'm listening. But, I want to hear what he has to say. But what did That's Le- the fact. That's how it works in this industry. But what, what did Colin Coward and Leahy expect out of this conversation? They wanted to go smooth? Because every time this they guy goes... They didn't expect goes, it to go this way, though. They didn't expect him to get so combative and dismissive and, again, condescending towards Christine. No, but when you talk so much smack about somebody and then you have to face the music, that you expect consequences. That's like me talking smack behind your back and somebody else telling you, okay, and then reporting it to you, and then we have to face each other. We have to face each other. And he was so aggravated and, and angry at Leahy for the way she treated him. I want to make it clear, though. I'm not defending Christine Leahy at all. I think that she said some things that she shouldn't have. Well, I'm saying that it goes hand in hand, then. It's 50-50 with me. And and the fact that she took it personal with, you know, women not being a part of the brand. Look at Nike. Look, look at LeBron James. He doesn't cater to women. Like... It, it's out of proportion. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. The the whole it's thing about like it's not catering to women. I don't know. I mean, like I don't study uh, shoe brands enough to know if Steph Curry has like, a women's line. I doubt I think he like does. Tracy McGrady. Does he? I think he does. Like Tracy McGrady when he came out with his shoes, Allen Iverson. He really he catered to women. Yeah. Well, like, I know. He, he gave but him the option. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So, but he doesn't give them the option. Well, because Lonzo Ball. Okay, Le- the Ball family. Right. right? They, they, they don't think women can afford $400 right. shoes. Right, I don't know. I don't think, I, I, no, Christine <laughs> Leahy is going at the wrong problem. She's talking about, oh, you don't cater to women. My problem is, why is your shoe so damn expensive <laughs> when your son hasn't played a That's freaking a game in the NBA? Too. He yeah. hasn't been drafted by a team yet. Yeah. Why is his shoe nearly 500 bucks? LeBron James's shoe isn't even $500. That's Steph Curry's shoe isn't even That's $500. That's the problem I have with it. It's not about, well, it only caters to men. Like, what are these fine, shoes made of? Diamonds? Seriously, that's what I want to know. He's arrogant. He's arrogant. Like, what is your Son, he's arrogant as hell. Your son hasn't yet been drafted. What if he's a bust? What if he tears his ACL well, in the first game of not, his career? Not only are will. they $500 the shoes, but if your size 14 and over, it costs more. Right. Hey, do you guys want to bring on LeVar Ball? <laughs> Can we get I'll, him? I'll get, I'll get his PR guy. Yeah, right let's see. Yeah, let's, I mean, I guarantee he'll probably come on, too. <laughs> Wait, and hold on. Like, How expensive would you? he be, though? Oh, he'd be oh, through yeah, the roof. That's true. He'd, <laughs> he'd be, be asking for money. It's like, give He's me five hundred bucks. He's asking five hundred dollars for shoes. You better expect <laughs> right. a million bucks. A and by the way, ten grand for him to come on. And oh, by the way, he was talking. He was talking about how many he sold. He was saying four hundred, five hundred. That that's not that's not a lot. That's not a lot. Uh, in no shoe sales at all. Well, five hundred times five hundred. Who are the five hundred idiots? That's twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, but how? Do you yeah, think but, he's but lying? in terms of units being sold, do you think five hundred units is not a lot? Yeah, but if he was lying, he'd go more than five hundred. Yeah, but it just started. He'd say thousands. Oh, oh sorry, two hundred fifty thousand. I just read the math. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand. So a quarter million dollars. But who are the five hundred idiots <laughs> that bought Lonzo Ten in Ball's state. shoes? Are you sure? Like, I think he's kind of lying to build up that market, though. <laughs> to say, yeah, five hundred people already so got their hands lying, on these. If he was lying, he'd go higher than five hundred. We sold two. No, but it just started. <laughs> like, it, it just started the brand. Right. Like the shoe just came out. The nationwide, though, even out. if it just came out nationwide Two. across all 50 states, Two. you're averaging 10 people <laughs> per shoes. state. I'll, I'll say one pair of shoes was bought, and it was Lonzo Ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, he probably doesn't wear his own shoes. Like, yeah, he I'll, probably gets that for free. He doesn't have to buy it. Yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> but um, maybe LaAngelo or um, what, what's the other boys? And let's see. LaMelo. LaMelo, LaAngelo, and uh, Lonzo. Yeah. And that's probably how he treats them. I, honestly, look. How many signs I, do you think in the prospective I, arena there'll be a sign that says, stay in your lane, Lonzo? Taking it to the hoop, like every I, I, during I just, the draft, yeah, stay in your lane. Like go, you don't want go to the, L.A. He, Screw the signs; they'll probably make that on one of their shirts. He, BBB, stay in your lane. Oh yeah, <laughs> he drops it to like he drops to like tenth in the draft. <laughs> don't don't get it twisted. I <laughs> no, think, seriously, I think it was disrespectful. Levar, the way he yeah, Lavar Ball is making the world hate Lonzo, and that's unfortunate again because he seems like he's a good kid. Yeah, but he's he's really not. He, he's he comes from a, a tough family. And I would say a tough family, not from like a financial standpoint. It's just because Lavar Ball is an assertive. He is a stern guy, and I'd be scared of him too if he was my father. The way he, I, I want to hear from Lonzo. I want to hear more from him and less from Lavar. You can't though, because the way he's going to do it is he's going to let his game do the talking, and he'll see if that will overcome. Uh, Lavar's comments and his tangents. You would think at some point though, Lonzo would go to him and be like, "Yo, pops, you need to chill. Just shut up. No, because stop talking. No, what do you agree- think Lavar will say? What do you think Lavar will say? Probably stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, Lonzo. Go to LA, play for Magic. Stay in your lane. We need to market this up. Six zero three eight eight three nine nine zero zero. We'll be back with that's BS after this. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Hi, everyone. I'm meteorologist Mark Rosenthal, and my weather forecast today is being brought to you by Stratum Tire. Spring has finally arrived, so now's the time to come on into a Stratum Tire location near you and take advantage of their spring pothole specials. 20% off spring tire changeovers and alignments, half-off state inspections, deeply discounted oil chain specials, tires in every price range with a great selection of top brand names and a value price line, too. Visit StratumTire.com to schedule your service online today. Circle, he shoots, saved by Murray, and he holds it. Great read by Erickson in the neutral zone. The execution by Ottawa in breaking out of their own zone got a little muddled, and all three forwards started going to the left side of the ice. The dumping goes all the way around where there's no Ottawa center whatsoever, and yet on the change, Carlson's able to anticipate a play and get it into the zone. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins had an easy out right there. I mean, it was gift wrapped, but instead Carlson picks it off. Two penguins are there. A miscue leads to a good shot. That's not boring hockey, is it? No, this is good <laughs> hockey. <laughs> off the boards to center to Kunitz, right side across the Ottawa line. Angles left. Feed left side to Mata. He shoots, it's partially blocked. Played by Carlson off the end boards. Skates up the right side. Feed to Stone and out to center to Smith. Left side, too far for Pajot. He chases it down behind the Pittsburgh net. He's checked by Daly. Loose puck played by Zach Smith. Carries to the right corner. Of course I want our kids to eat fresh, healthy foods all the time. But we don't have a supermarket nearby, so it's a challenge. I wish we were closer to good health care because of our son's asthma. Frankly, it's scary at times. I'd love for our family to live in a nice house near a great school, but... But none of these resources exist in our neighborhood. Many variables can shape the outcome of children's lives like the zip code where they grow up. That's because not all communities have the same opportunities, such as quality schools and housing, fresh food and good healthcare. There are many ways to improve communities so everyone has a fair chance, regardless of zip code. You can make a difference. Join with HUD and local leaders to improve your community. Learn how at hud.gov slash fair housing. That's hud.gov slash fair housing. Fair housing, shared opportunity in every community. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. They were outnumbered. Ready. Out-equipped. They had no chance of winning. But they had one huge advantage. General George Washington. The fate of unborn millions will now depend under God on the courage and conduct of this army. We have to resolve to conquer or die. Just as the leadership of one man helped form a nation, today leadership can transform the world. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. 
The Celtics lost to the Cavs 130-86 last night in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals at the Garden. Cleveland set the record for the largest margin of victory in history of the Eastern Conference Finals with 44 points. LeBron James led all scorers with 30. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love each chipped in 23 and 21 respectively. The series now shifts to Cleveland with Game 3 tomorrow night at Quicken Loans Arena. Tip-off is at 8.30. The Spurs and Warriors will continue their series with Game 3 tonight in San Antonio. Kawhi Leonard officially ruled out with an ankle injury. Tip-off in that one is at 9 p.m. You can catch the game on ESPN. Last night, the Red Sox lost to the Oakland Athletics 3-2 in 10 innings. Chris Sale recorded his eighth straight 10th strikeout game, but got the no decision after allowing two earned runs in seven innings. Jackie Bradley Jr. made the game-saving catch in the bottom of the ninth, robbing Ryan Healy of a walk-off homer in straightaway center. Didn't matter in the end, though. The A's ended up winning the game with a walk-off home run in the 10th, courtesy of Mark Kina. David Price made a rehab start last night in Buffalo. He lasted just two innings, threw 65 pitches, and gave up three runs. Those are your SportsCenter updates. Be sure to listen live on ESPNNHradio.com as well as the TuneIn app. And as always, check us out on Periscope. I'm Ashish Sharma. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues right now. It's time for That's BS. That's some bullshit. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. On ESPN New Hampshire. I'm sorry, I'm allergic to bullshit. He's a liar. He's lying to us, man. And ESPNNHradio.com. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, we could have put Lonzo Ball in That's BS. We could have. I would have dug for something that he said, although that was worthy of a topic on its own. Yeah. But I would have dug for something, and I'm sure at some point Lonzo Ball will say something idiotic that we'll include in That's BS. We're also missing uh, last night's game. In, oh, yeah, uh, that, that could have been a topic in That's BS, absolutely. Sure. That could have been an item. Yeah. Last uh, night's game was just, that was BS in itself. Yeah. Just from beginning to end. Bad. But, uh, no, we've got uh, That's BS, got a good list. Uh, let's lead things off with the one and only Michael Patrick Francesa. Guys, I don't know if you guys saw this, but on Wednesday, Mike Francesa had a hilarious on-air moment on WFN, the fan in New York. Never heard of that before. He screwed up his own name in the opening seconds of the show. And 1019 FM, From the studio of WFN, this is Mike's on Francesa on the fan. Easy for me to say. Uh... Does it again? Wait, yeah, one more, one more time, one more time. How did that happen? What did he say? The intro is so long, though. No, seriously, that. From the studio of WFN, this is Mike's on Fran Center on Sessa on the fan. Easy for me to say. Uh, I love how he plays it off too. He's like easy for me. Fan, right? this is Mike's on Fran Center on Sessa on the fan. Easy for me to say. Uh, is he saying Mike Sean or Mike's Mike, on? Mike's because on. if you listen to his entire intro, oh. it goes Mike's on. He'll get you the sports any way that he can. Something along those lines. It honestly sounds so cheesy. It sounds like a sports radio show from the 70s or 80s with that jingle. It really is. And so he, he said Mike's on. But the funny thing is he actually gave an explanation after that as to why he was so scatterbrained to start his show. Apparently, Mike forgot that he had a show to do and he had to hustle to the studio because he was outside enjoying the weather too much. And uh, he was like, oh, oh, I'm running late. I got a show to do. So that's the mic's on part. Yeah. And so he ran up to the studio and he was just like, uh, something along, I don't know if we have the sound of this, but he was just like, oh, look at the clock. It's 12.59 and I'm outside and it's beautiful weather outside. And, uh, you know, I just, first of all, his show goes on at one. Okay. Did, did he have too he much live. to drink uh, seriously, at lunch? His, his show goes live at one. Yeah. And he says, I'm outside, and I'm just talking to someone, and it's 12.59, and I'm like, oh, God, i got to get up to the studio. From the studio of WFN, this is Mike Zahn, Fran Sessa on the fan. Easy for me to say. And it's Wednesday, the 17th day. Oh, I just came in from outside. I was running. I didn't realize it was 1 o'clock. I was downstairs meeting with somebody, and I was like, man, look at the clock. It's 12.59. Mons is like, where are you? I'm like, whoa, geez, 12.59. I better get down there. So what a beautiful day, though. It is just the nicest day of the year. Tough to come in here today. You know, today's a day you could have said, hey, you know, I can't make it. I'm sorry, you know. Uh, you know. But being <laughs> as diligent as I am, I cannot do that. Even in my last year, I cannot do that. My I can't take any it. extra days. I, can't, I just can't do it. Yeah, you can't do no. it, Mike. No. I get enough in the summer anyway. But, I, I, boy, today was tricky, though. 
Tell me you wouldn't want to go out as you left the house this morning. You wouldn't want to just go play golf today. I mean, it's just such a perfect day. I mean, it is perfect today. Mike, you're you crazy. could just take today. Mike, shut like up. Living, this is like Mike, living in Mike, Santa Monica up. today. It's like absolutely shut perfect. up, Mike. The weather is beautiful. Mike, shut just up. Perfect today. Yeah, good. He's he's clearly checked out. No, right? Mike. No. <laughs> clearly checked out. He's Michael. Th- his mind is on retirement. He's like, honestly, I, I didn't even feel like coming into there. I'm, like, I'm outside. It's 1259. I'm like, oh, crap. oh my God. I got a shot at one. 1259? He he's got a one o'clock show to host and he's running up to the studio. I'm surprised he had a heart attack on the way up. <laughs> like, seriously. Well, he probably takes the elevator. Yeah, he probably, but, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't expect him to run up the well, stairs. Either way. <laughs> but seriously, like, oh, what kind of show prep is that? Tough to come in here today. It's just uh, yeah, too too nice out. I'm gonna bathe in the sun. I'm gonna break my uh, sun chair in half because <laughs> I'm so. F- it's so stupid. Well, so stupid. Mike Francesa. I think he's got what three or four. Uh, WFN. This is Mike on Francesa on the fan. Easy for me to say. Yeah, easy got, for him to he's say. He's got like three or four months left. He's done. Easy for him to say, even though it's your he's own had, freaking name. No, he's had moments on the show where he's like awful. He just forgets his train of thoughts. Like, jeepus crow. Hey, guys, next item on that's BS. We got John Lackey. He made a start against the Cincinnati Reds. Now, during the second inning, the uh, TV broadcast had a screw-up for <laughs> the ages. All right? Just they put a graphic that said John Lackey is eating <laughs> 4.2 children Per start. I'm sorry, Mark. I didn't hear you. What would you say? 4.2 children he's eating per start <laughs> this season. The highest of his career. Oh, it's the highest of his career. That's a career high. 4.2 yeah. children so per start. with the Red Sox, I think he ate like three and a half. I thought it was like two. <laughs> that is one hell of a baseball stat. Is that new? Is that a sabermetric? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think <laughs> that's if you... How, that's, how, that's how you show in shape they are. I, I want to know. Yeah, I think if you take his weight... The more children, the more children, the worse. I think if you take his weight... His uh, mile per hour fastball, and you divide that by like sixty-five. I think I think it comes out to three point. Yeah, it was probably some stupid intern. It was trying to be funny, or oh, I, I mean, like I don't know how you screw that up. That's clearly intentional. No, you definitely did. That's that's they an intern. That. That's an intern yeah. who doesn't well, care about getting fired. Yeah, <laughs> and they're getting fired. No, that is not an accident. That is someone <laughs> trying to be funny you and trying to screw something up. Four point like, two. Babies? They hate their boss in the truck, and they're like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go out with a bang. I'm just gonna put up this. That is not. An, how do you screw that up? That is not an accident. I get MLB TV. I think I might go f- find this game and then scroll through every inning. <laughs> I'll tell you, I think it was the it. second inning. I okay. think it was, uh, let's see, I think they were on the road, right? So it yeah. was the uh, bottom of the second. All right, bottom of the second. I'm going to look at that. Now, they or say they might have been at home. Sorry, it might have been the top. Who cares? It was the second inning. They say children. They don't say babies. So children, right? So, so he's eating children. Grown children. <laughs> grown children. 4.2. That's a lot of freaking I love, babies. I love that it L- even added the highest of his career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Thank you. I, I wasn't sure. I well, thought it was a career low. I found way yeah. <laughs> that was a career low. I found way he averaged like 2.5. John Lackey eating 4.2 children per start this season. No wonder why he's so bad this year. Jeez. Oh, uh, that's so great. on Thursday, Alex Rodriguez made his debut as a color commentator. It wasn't actually that bad, but uh, he was in the booth for the Royals-Yankees game on FS1. Before the game, MLB on Fox uh, tweeted a picture of A-Rod in the booth with his game notes. <laughs> and upon closer inspection, as you zoom into his notes, it's uh, it's a little bit strange. I don't know where he got this notebook. John Lackey. <laughs> but um, he had this written in his notebook. It said, child, with, <laughs> with an underscore, which is kind of funny now. Um, it's hilarious now. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry. It's a child. Child with like uh, with an underline. Underline, okay. Well, yeah. follow, oh, so could, directly he was following. taking stats. Uh, For John, uh, John Lackey. John, John Lackey. Well, that except, sense. except underneath it said birth control. Oh. Ba- <laughs> baby. <laughs> then, pull, <laughs> then pull out stuff. <laughs> Are we talking about crap? Wow, or? is this. So he basically grabbed his like notebook from middle school sex ed class. Yeah. And brought or maybe what he's doing with J Lo. I don't know. I was going to say, does J Lo know about this? <laughs> J Lo! I don't think she does. Is he still with Jayla? Yeah, yeah, they're still going out. Wow, still going at it. So, so, Go the, the, so the, so the, in the notebook, <laughs> still it said, pulling out stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show, Mark. Come on, yeah, family show, my ass. 
The following was written in his notebook. It's child, birth control, baby, and pull-out stuff. <laughs> well, maybe that's how they calculate how many children that John Lackey eats. <laughs> oh, my God. I, no, so I, I think, didn't MLB on Fox delete the picture? Yes. I believe they did, right? Yeah. Well, you know how it is these days. It doesn't matter. Once you delete it, the damage is already done. Someone's seen it. Someone <laughs> screenshotted it. It's so I good. Just, and the thing is, it was one of those things where the picture was clearly focused on A-Rod, and it just happened to be like if you look in the background and you happen to look at his game notes, <laughs> which mo I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't have. I would have seen A-Rod. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's A-Rod. He's sitting in the booth. <laughs> you just you direct your eyes towards his notebook, and you just see those words written down, and you're just like, Seriously, what the hell? I love the organization <laughs> of the items on that SBS because uh, it just right rolls off Lackey. your tongue. Right after rolls John Lackey. Right off your tongue. This is perfect. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so hell? good. That's hilarious. <laughs> all right, guys. Final item here on That's BS. Tim Tebow, we all know, is pursuing a career in minor league baseball. He was currently yeah, with – Having uh, a pretty good season. He's currently with uh, – no, not really. I mean, he <laughs> started off well with that home run, but he's currently in the Mets system. He's hitting like 216. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. He was hitting like 170. He's hitting like three over 300. Oh, so he's 16 points over the Mendoza line. Good for him. He's hitting like 315 over his last like 25 games. He's doing pretty he's good. He's still not doing well on the season if you're hitting 216. He's Come playing on. extremely well. He's Can I finish my item, please? No. <laughs> so, Tim Tebow. Is he eating babies? Who is playing? <laughs> you never know with Tebow. Uh, so, Tim what? Tebow, who is now with the uh, Mets organization. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I, I know. know. I don't know. <laughs> I hope I know he's not eating babies. <laughs> right. John Lackey is. Well, no, well he's actually, eating children. Oh, children, yeah. Well, it's, this it's, item has to do with family jewels. Don't worry about it. Because he was doing warm-up tosses before the game on Tuesday. And one of his tosses sailed a little bit wide, went into the stands, and it hit an unsuspecting fan where <clears throat> the sun don't shine. Oh, right in the nuts! That was beautiful! <laughs> I just like how a lot of this is just... <laughs> Eating children, you know, A-Rod's sex ed book, and yep. now this Tebow just has, drilling has a, a lot guy to do with sex. A lot, yeah. 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 And uh, he just hit a guy right in the nuts, and uh, it's okay. He probably just prayed over him. Yeah. He was like, you will be okay. He's singing that while he gets hit in the nuts. <laughs> now, this it is the best part. Like he did. <laughs> I got, oh, my nuts! Now, the guy that got hit, this guy's name is Doug Bruston. Okay. And he gave why a do quote. we care about his name? I'll yeah. tell you why. He gave a quote to the New York Post, and this is one of the best quotes of the year. I hear this guy behind me yell, watch out! And as he's yelling, the ball comes right through the railing and hits me right in the nuts. It was a direct hit. It was literally like a Seinfeld episode. The guy behind me shouts, it was Tebow! It reminded me of his days with the Jets when he couldn't complete a pass. <laughs> this guy is so inaccurate, even with a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. It almost seems like someone just kind of made up that quote. Yeah. This is the actual guy that got hit in the nuts that came up with that. You know, they, good to know that he has a sense of humor about it. Yeah, he had to have a, a nice little side effect, and you know, getting hit in the nuts usually isn't a good thing. You mm. lose a nut, you're well, he needs advice from uh, a Rod now, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and yeah. how not to eat children and how to pull out. How to pull? You no. <laughs> let's be, let's you, not focus on that part. Yeah. What are you doing? Hey, this is PG-13. This is a PG-13 show. Hey, we're trying to get ratings just like LeVar Ball gave Con Coward show. <laughs> well, he, he, pull out stuff was the was the yeah. priority. You know? Yeah. 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 Top priority. First on the list. You hear that, J-Lo? What pulled out? Yeah. You hear that, J-Lo? I don't want to know. He's got it in the notebook. Tim Tebow's arm got He's pulled got out it of it. Suck it on that. Probably children on John Lackey's asshole. I really... Wow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but. Oh, boy. But that, okay. That was, uh. <laughs> that was funny. That was. That was a funny SBS. Hilarious. Uh, Fluff or not? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Let's go to break? <laughs> no. No, we can't. <laughs> this just went off the rails it, so it, fast. It did. <laughs> but, um. With Tim Tebow, what is he thinking about getting hit in the nuts by baseball? What? <laughs> you, you, gotta, well, you gotta catch I, the, I have a thought. You gotta catch what, the, you gotta catch the baseball. Thinking. Wait, Tim Tebow didn't get hit in the nuts. Well, he, he, threw, threw, the he threw the ball that hit a guy in the nuts that yeah. had maybe the quote of the year. Yeah, okay, you're right about that. But either way, I mean, getting hit in the nuts, it's gotta hurt. You okay over there, Brian? This whole segment hurts right now. <laughs> it hurts. 
<laughs> but I mean, we we talked about a lot of you know butt jokes. We were so tonight. close, so, so close, close. And so close to getting out of this segment. Apologize, unscathed. Sorry, MCC. Apologize. Hey, you know what? Here's it's what I will say. Here's what I will say. We made it about two years on this show. Yeah. With, um, without swearing or anything like that, right? I think the last mm. incident was Brian. Joe Mauer. <laughs> Joe Mauer. We were due. We were due. We were due. <laughs> we I'm trying to boost our ratings, but yet they're probably going lower and lower by the no, minute. After that, I don't know. I don't know. We might hear from someone, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, that's BS. Glad to have it back. <laughs> I'm glad that we really spent a lot of quality time. And I really, really hope no kids were listening no. to this segment because well, this is probably the dirtiest That's BS we've ever done. But I mean, hey, can you blame us? This was a really weird week. Right. No, it A-Rod's was. pulling out. Lackey's <laughs> <laughs> eating babies. Lackey's eating out 4. Eight holes. We're just like, yeah, it's crazy. Lackey's eating 4.2 children per start. That's a lot of children. <laughs> I think, I think you don't understand how many children that is. That's like That's a, a family of children. That's a lot. Well, what? If, <laughs> how, how many babies? How many babies do you think Pablo Sandoval averages? Oh, it's, it's, least, it's at least twice seven. That. It's at least twice <laughs> that. It's at least twice that. Well, no, babies are smaller than children, so he eats more. So you're you're so right like, about that. It's like twelve. You're right about that. Oh, can we go to break? Yeah, we can go. (laughs) All right, that wraps up That's BS here on the Sports Blast. We will be more serious when we come back from this. I'm sorry. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Washing Machine. Hi, it's Washing Machine. It's about, oh, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. So, good news, bad news. First, I found your lost sock. Exciting! Also, I might have maybe flooded the whole basement. It's going to be pretty expensive. But hey, at least you got that sock. Your washing machine won't pay for water damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Stress. It can make your heart race, your head pound, and your stomach churn. While a little stress can be a good thing and even help you perform under pressure, too much stress can be bad for your health, causing headaches, stomach pain, trouble sleeping, and even a weakened immune system. In the United States, it's estimated that up to 90% of visits to primary care doctors are due to stress-related health problems. It's hard to avoid stress altogether, but there are steps you can take to manage it. During National Stress Awareness Month in April, visit Optum.com stress for more information about how to prevent stress from getting the better of you, including stress first aid techniques you can do in the moment when you're feeling stressed and stress prevention techniques to help change the way you approach and think about certain situations. To learn more, visit optum.com slash stress. That's O-P-T-U-M dot com slash stress. A public service message from this station. Life can hit you with the unexpected. The loss of a job, a sudden illness, a dramatic jump in your mortgage payment, leaving you feeling helpless, forcing you to make difficult decisions, If you've fallen behind on your mortgage, are worried about financial problems, or are afraid of foreclosure, it's time to take control. You don't have to lose your home. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling can help. Seek advice from our certified housing counselors today. Call us at 866-687-6322 or visit mortgagehelpnow.org. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling. Real solutions for real people. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling is a nonprofit organization that has been providing financial counseling and education for 60 years. Our national network of member agencies have helped millions of consumers with foreclosure prevention. NFCC member agencies are approved by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Celtics lost to the Cavs 130-86 last night in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals at the Garden. Cleveland set the record for the largest margin of victory in the history of the Eastern Conference Finals with 44 points. 
LeBron James led all scorers with 30 points. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love chipped in 23 and 21, respectively. The series now shifts to Cleveland with Game 3 tomorrow night at Quicken Loans Arena. Tip-off will be at 8.30. The Spurs and Warriors will continue their series with Game 3 tonight in San Antonio. Kawhi Leonard officially ruled out. Tip-off from the AT&T Center is at 9 p.m. You can catch the game on ESPN. Last night, the Red Sox lost to the Athletics 3-2 in 10 innings. Chris Sale recorded his eighth straight 10-strikeout game, but he received the no decision after allowing two earned runs in seven innings. Jackie Bradley Jr. made a game-saving catch in the bottom of the ninth, robbing Ryan Healy of a walk-off homer. Didn't matter in the end, though. The A's ended up winning anyway with a walk-off home run in the 10th, courtesy of Mark Kina. David Price made a rehab start last night in Buffalo. It did not go well. He lasted just two innings. He threw 65 pitches and gave up three runs. Those are your Sports Center updates. Be sure to listen live on ESPNNHradio.com as well as the TuneIn app. And as always, check us out on Periscope. I'm Ashish Sharma. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Plus continues right now. The Sports Blast, every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. All right, back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. Um, we're going to try our best to get serious again. We got a little silly at the end of that, to be honest. We're there. talking about Chris Sale? It happens. That sounds fun. <laughs> you want to talk about Chris Sale? We can talk about Chris Sale. We can talk about whatever you want. I thought we'd get back into the Celtics, but it's up to you. We don't really have much to talk about. The I mean, Celtics. no, just expectations for Game Three. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> do, we, do we really have to get into that? Can we, can oh, they're going to Cleveland. Lose that's by ten. Next, yeah, that's the storyline. They're going to Cleveland. Lose they're by ten. Get smoked. Lose by ten. No, yeah. they'll probably no. In, uh, look, if you lose by forty-four at the Garden, <laughs> you're going to lose by eighty. <laughs> I don't want to know what's going to happen <laughs> in Cleveland at the Q Man. Seventy-seven. That, that crowd is going to be loud. They know that this series is going to be over by Cleveland fans next week. don't care, and you can't be ready for it. You, you can't because, I, like I said, you try to make adjustments and you just can't think of any. Because even Brad Stevens said, you know, LeBron James is just putting on a, a showcase. Like, you, you can't stop him. You can't touch Kevin Love if he drops 32. You can't touch Kyrie Irving if he drops 23. So, even if you try to stop the supporting cast, LeBron James will take it to the hoop at ease. Especially if you have no presence in the paint. You know, Al Horford, you know, he's he's been nowhere to be found. I don't know if he's even worth that contract anymore. You know, he, he missed a lot of open shots uh, last night and then, you know, in game one as well. A lot of open shots have been missed. And, and that's when you say that we just don't have a chance in this series because if you can't make the bunny layups, you're going to be playing catch-up for the rest of the game with LeBron James and company. And that will just never happen. It will never come to fruition because Jimmy Butler is a different animal than LeBron James. You can come back from a deficit against the Chicago Bulls. You can't come back against and, a deficit. And, and, the and even then, even then, they needed Rondo to get hurt. I think if Rondo was healthy that entire series, it really could have gone the other way. Oh, yeah. Chicago comes into your building, takes a 2-0 lead, and then Rondo gets hurt, and that allows you back in the series. If Rondo was healthy... And you go back to the United Center for two there. You get swept. I don't know if you get swept. You get swept. You might still win in Chicago, but you probably lose that series of Rondo's. Because Rondo's injury changed the entire complexion of that series. The biggest aspect in this entire playoffs to me is it doesn't matter if you're the number one seed anymore in the regular season. Especially if you're the Cleveland Cavaliers. Because the Cavaliers looked at it at the end of the season saying... We probably won't catch up to the Celtics, nor do we really want to. We'll just st stay back. We'll collect ourselves. We'll sweep the Indiana Pacers. We'll sweep the Toronto Raptors. And we'll sweep the Celtics. Oh, they, yeah, they were absolutely smart enough to realize let's we don't get, need the number rest. one seed. Let's get we a rest. Hell, we don't even need the number two seed. Yeah. We can go in. We can actually go in as an eight seed and just kick everyone's ass. Yeah. We don't and, and have to go did. in as a top seed. They know that. Yeah. So for them, losing out on the number one seed to the Celtics, eh, didn't mean anything. It, it really didn't. And it's it's hard to see, I, I guess from a Celtics standpoint and for Danny Ainge and uh, Brad Stevens, it's hard to see this team put on display like that last night and in game one after the heart that they put up against the Chicago Bulls 
in the first round. And then the way that they came back from fighting through adversity with John Wall and his antics, Martin Gortat, and to display this kind of performance in your home arena after fighting through all that, I don't care that, you know, the, the mental standpoint, I, I thought it was a cheap way to say, you know, that's our excuse for losing game one is because, you know, we had to play game seven and all the emotions rise. You're at home. Like, use that to your advantage. The way you, you feed off the crowd is nothing like it in any arena. But last night just showed me that there's a lot of flaws in this entire system from a Celtics uh, organization standpoint. Like, you have to have that grit and mentality that got you there because you're not showing anything. You weren't showing any heart from the second quarter on. First quarter, you had gimme layups and you didn't make them. You had bunny layups right there for you for the taking, and you missed them. There was a literally uh, you know, a cover on the tin can there, and you couldn't take it off. You couldn't buy a bucket to save your life. And it's it just frustrating from a standpoint where Brad Stevens puts – his all into this team to try to make adjustments and they just come out and they perform like garbage. And you, you just can't play that kind of basketball against the Cleveland Cavaliers. You can play that kind of basketball against the NA Pacers. You can against the Raptors. You can against the Wizards. You can't against the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James. It just won't happen. It can't happen. And even if they made it to the NBA Finals, the Golden State Warriors would wash this team all over the floor. And, and that's why, if I am the Celtics, I'm content. I made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. I think that was their mindset from day one anyway. But now, you know, from an NBA uh, perspective, you have the best two teams going head-to-head in the NBA Finals. We have to look forward to that because there's no way, no way that the Celtics are making it back into that finals after losing 2 nothing on their home court like that. And I'm a little disappointed in uh, Isaiah Thomas for saying, you know, they're not the Monstars. They don't scare us. Okay, y- yes, they do, Isaiah. They are absolutely the Monstars, and they should scare you. Don't lie. Don't, give don't just say things. Don't give them bulletin board material. Fuel. They don't even need it. Yeah. They don't need it, but don't, I mean, like, they are absolutely the Monstars from Space Jam. That's what they are. And you're the Toon Squad, and you're going to get your ass kicked eight, 10 times out of 10. Yeah. But you know what? Jalen Brown, same, uh, same thing. He was talking to Abby Chin on the broadcast, and he said that LeBron's just another guy. I like the confidence, but he's not I just another I guy. I do, too. But, but he's not Le- just another guy. No, let's be realistic. Like, come on, man. LeBron he's is smarter than that. out of this world. He's, he's a, a fantasy player that you want on your squad. And it's, if you I don't telling, have him, you're, th- you're afraid of him. I was, telling, I was telling someone that LeBron James is literally that player that you create in 2K. Yeah. And you make him a 99 and everything. And th- yeah, that's a perfect example. I can't think of anything else. And he's 32 years old. He's better than he's ever been in his career. And that's scary because he's getting healthier, because his body's in shape, because he has the experience. He has the IQ to make all of his players better around him. Like LeBron has the ability to literally take a game over by himself or use the supporting cast in a, a great way where you can put guys in the, the, the way to succeed. Like the passing last night, the passing last night showed me that this team just has, has it in them to succeed. Like they want it. They're on a mission. The Celtics are just kind of content saying, we had to Eastern Conference Finals. We were the number one seed. We had over 50 wins. What else can we do? Well, what else can you do? is you're not going to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers on your home floor to make it to the NBA Finals. Because LeBron can go anywhere. He's a road warrior. He can stay at home. He can do everything possible to make your city go down. He did it to the Toronto Raptors, and he did it to the Indiana Pacers. And Larry Bird said, we can't do anything about it. We can't stop this guy. Right. Brad Stevens said the same exact thing last night. You just can't stop them. And what, like, what were we expecting? Uh, the Toronto Raptors, even though they finished a lower seed than the Celtics, I think we can all agree we're a better team overall than the Celtics. They looked that way. Better and, team, yeah. And when you look at what happened in their series against the Cavs, how could you feel confident as a Celtics fan coming into this series when you looked at what, even though a lower-ranked team seeding-wise, 
we all agree was a better team during the regular season. When you look at what happened to them, how could you feel good coming into this? You shouldn't have. You couldn't. You we couldn't. all knew that Game 7 against the Wizards, that was the NBA Finals for the Celtics. Yeah. That was their championship. That was their Super Bowl. Because that was their World Series Game 7. That's, that, that's what they were playing for. Hey, we did it. Yeah. Okay, now let's just go get swept by the Cavs and go home. Yeah, that was their national championship game. And it's so disheartening, though, because the way that they played against the Chicago Bulls to come back and then to win Game 7 on their home court with John Wall going off and Bradley Beal, you know, really putting on a shooting display that nobody's really seen in a while you had to feel some kind of confidence to at least have a fight, to be a dog in the fight, and they weren't. LeBron just took that away. LeBron took it away from the get-go. He literally pulled the tablecloth right underneath the Celtics. Yeah, and said, I'm going to eat while you guys watch me. You guys watch me. I'm going to have mine. You can sit back, and you can put Kelly Olynyk on me. You can put mm-hmm. Al Horford on me. You're going to switch on screens? I'm going to take advantage. In the past, I would have took a three. I'm gonna take you to the to the to the the basketball hoop, and show you that what I am made of, you cannot stop. He's literally and Captain America and right it's now. It's not just LeBron. I mean, like I think uh, one thing that was just so fitting was the way the Cavs ended the half with Jarrett Smith chasing down that rebound off the Kevin Love miss and just throwing up a circus shot at the buzzer and they made and it. nailing it. Like yeah. that was just such a perfect ending. I'm just glad I they didn't couldn't see miss. That. I would have cried. Oh, you didn't see it? No. I I mean I saw the replay of it, but I didn't see it live. Yeah, but I was you know what record he broke? Thirty plus points in eight straight games. Mm-hmm. He's unstoppable right now. Eight straight games. Yeah, and he's... They're 10-0. And he's also doing the assists and rebounds. His passing is unbelievable to watch. Yeah, it's so effortless. Like, he'll sometimes, when he's getting a ball, he'll just volleyball pass it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he doesn't even catch it and repass it. He'll get the ball, and he'll just kind of like... He'll just kind of like... Yeah, but he'll kind of like volleyball pass it to a guy in the corner. Right. Where it's just like, oh, here you go, and then he just spikes it over, and then the guy hits a three. It's so effortless with him. That's not an easy pass to make. And... That's what makes them so efficient passing-wise is that by the time LeBron gets the ball and he's passing it, he has the ball for like .2 seconds because he just volleyball passes it. And I hate to be all over LeBron, but you, you have to be. You have to start respecting his game because he takes it to – he improves every single year. Like no other player in the NBA. Besides Steph Curry, who I think Curry has a great work ethic. He's a very hard worker. At the end of the day, he's one-dimensional. He's, he's one-dimensional, but LeBron can handle anything that comes his way. He's very versatile. His passes, he's way faster. It, it's, it's crazy because he was so dominant with the Miami Heat. And then when he came back in his first year with the Cleveland Cavaliers... He seemed to not know his role. Like, he knew his role, but he didn't know where he fit. Now, he knows that Kevin Love is healthy. He knows Kyrie Irving is on his, you know, um, you know, partner side. So, you know, they have the Batman and Robin combination. They're ready to make noise and to show the NBA that they're not going away for a long, and, long time. And LeBron, as he gets older, as you said, is getting smarter about how to handle himself during the regular season. Right. He only goes about 80%. During the regular season. Because he knows he, he knows he needs to, to conserve go. that energy. Everyone else, yeah. games 1 through 82, 110. 100%. 110. LeBron, at times, will take nights off, but not in a bad way. No. But in a good way to conserve energy. And that saves him. That yeah. saves him for the postseason. LeBron, going down as one of the greatest of all time, about to be the greatest. Wrapping up our number two here on the Sports Blast. We'll be right back. ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 